<laughs> one of the top comments on there was, <laughs> not sure how I feel about this place. There's too many flavored beers. <laughs> Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare-traveling, craft beer-drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. I'm Dolan. And uh, we're going back to Colorado. I feel like I've said this a lot. Actually, I've said this 15 times now. Wow. I went and looked today. We have done 15 different Colorado beers. Wow. In 150 plus episodes. Well, they wouldn't have so many breweries, we wouldn't have to do this. Well, if they didn't have have so many good beers. Yeah, exactly. Quite honestly. (laughs) Uh, This one comes to us from Westbound and Westbound and Mm -hmm. Down Brewing. In Idaho Springs, Colorado. I brought this one back. Nice. So we uh, we went down. We were in Estes Park. We thought we were going to take a day, drive down to the uh, Black Hawk and Central City area. Oh, the casino. The casino okay. area. Yeah, I know about that. Well, Maddox is with us, and sure. he really can't go. He can drive you home. Yeah. <laughs> so I dropped off the ladies at the mother-in-law, wife at the casinos. Sure. And then Maddox and I drove 15 minutes down the road, maybe. I mean, not that far down to Idaho Springs. If you've ever had a chance to go there, it's awesome. Huh. It is the coolest little mountain town. They block off the streets, and uh, it, it's just it's super cool. I did uh, like a little bit of research about it because I never even heard of it, so that'll be, that'll be fun. Sweet. I didn't know you'd been there, so that's cool. Yeah, we went down there. Well, and I'll get to that because I, we only had a little bit of time, and I made a mistake. I chose, there were two breweries in town, this one and another one, Tommy Knocker. And I chose to go to Tommy Knocker, and that was a mistake. I should have gone to this one, but mm. I don't want to disparage Tommy Knocker. Their beer was fine, just it wasn't a great experience. I got you. So, yeah. Uh, so Ooh. Westbound, are you okay there? Yeah. Oh, we'll get to that too. They've won a Great American Beer Festival award. Award. All right. So this beer should be decent. I would think it'd be slightly better than average. Yeah. Uh, founded in 2015 by Jeff McFarland. Dan Brown and Jed MacArthur. Dan uh, Brown, the famous author? Dan Brown. I Well, I don't know. I don't know about <laughs> Probably that. not. No. Probably not. Yeah. I did like those books, though. Yeah, they were good. Yeah. It, those books are polarizing, though. Like, some people don't like them. And, yeah, whatever. That's a whole know. different story. Open Monday through Friday, 11 to 8. This is awesome. Saturday and Sunday, 8 to 8. 8 in the morning? 8 a.m. Okay. Wow. Yep. Do they do breakfast? Uh, they have food. I don't know if they do if they do breakfast though. I would think they'd have something. It would make sense if they're open at eight a.m. and they have food. You know, breakfast is liquid. Liquid breakfast. Oh. I have that on vacation a lot, and it's just called beer. Wow. <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell you right now. One, it's early-ish that we're recording this. I, I would agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Two, um, this is this is everything you would expect out of a double IPA that's not hazy or anything else. Oh, okay. Right? Yep. It, there's there's bitterness. There is, uh, there there's, yeah, I mean, the hops come through strong. This should, You should love this. Yep. Okay, here's what I wrote down, Dolan, just to answer your question. Yeah. On their website, 
the slogan-ish thing. It said, cold beer, craft coffee, breakfast burritos. Oh. <laughs> so Saturday and Sunday, they, they're making them up. And I guarantee you there's some chilies in there. Oh. Oh, my gosh. One or two. Maybe yeah. one or two. Yeah. Ooh, that's that's real good, right? Yeah, this is right up your alley. Maybe not so much Dolan and I, but this yeah. this should be this is Dolan, this is Brian beer. Oh yeah, all day long. That is so good. <laughs> that is oh man, that's amazing. Hmm. I don't know what the IBUs are, but I, I, I wouldn't it think it's too many. Oh, we can check the. Oh, I bet you're in the 60s, 70s. I'm gonna go 40. Um, does not say. We'll, on we'll the see can. on Untap. We'll look later. it up on Untap. Yeah. So this beer right here won silver at the Great American Beer Fest in 2019. Did they do one last year? They did. It was all mail in though. Like you had to send it in. It was oh, all virtual or whatever. Pour the beer in an envelope and send oh, it in. I guess. See what happens. Described as a double IPA with ludicrous amounts of. Galaxy, Mosaic, Enigma, and Cryo Mosaic hops that pack big aromas of tangerine, blueberries, and papaya. Tangerine, oh. blueberry, papaya. I wrote that too. I, I don't know if look with the Cryo. My, we mentioned that before we started recording. Yeah, my my beer palate's not super sophisticated. Like I, I couldn't pick this out. Aaron Daly might be able to pick it out. And oh, be yeah. like, oh, there's blueberry and guava. That's the smell. It's what you're supposed to get. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, kind of. Like, did you say 8.5%? Did you mm-hmm. mention that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Yep. I mean, kind of. It reminds me of the, like, if you've ever eaten a dried fruit mix, the dried papayas are my favorite. Oh. Like the little red squares. Okay. I guess I could get that. Yeah. That yeah. sounds good. Um, before we get anything too far in, I want to. I wrote down a little section about Vic Secret hops. Okay. Because we see it kind of more now than we used to, mm-hmm. and it's one of the featured ones that I saw on their website here. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to go about kind of just real brief history. It's only been around since 2013, mm-hmm. so it's pretty new as far as like IPA hops go. Is that when it got the name versus like the number? The number, or yeah. Okay. Uh, comes from the same family tree or bush or <laughs> however they grow, <laughs> Whatever. the vine yeah. um, of topaz. So if you've ever heard of that uh-huh. one, usually a pale ale, mm-hmm. you'll see a topaz. Um, should be a clean smell, they say. Mm. Pineapple, passion fruit-ish. So it goes along with the flavors that we are talking about just okay. a minute ago. High alf acid content. I don't know what that means. A-L-F? A-L-P-H. Oh, I thought like the... like. Alien life form. Well, that'd be cool. <laughs> Cat beer. Yeah. Um, they say that it's a good addition. So it's not your main hop, but it's a nice addition to add to a hop forward beer. So IPAs, pale mm-hmm. ales, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, used best in the whirlpool situation or mm-hmm. just dry hopping. So a lot of times when this is in there, it's after it's basically done and they're just adding it for that aroma. So oh. not a lot of IBU presence, but you'll get that that smell and since this is a double i'm guessing maybe that's where this comes from um they said also it's similar in flavor to galaxy hops which is one that's an old school hop uh, but everything's a little bit lighter so it's it's like teasing you like oh maybe there's some of that there galaxy kind of just hits you over the head you see them in tandem a lot yes and that's in this one i think as well i think they're both in there so mm, okay uh, but yeah that's just a little bit about vic secret hops hmm. uh I, again, I just I can't get over how cool Idaho Springs was, and I would I would go down there again 
without a doubt, I would spend the whole day there. We didn't have nearly enough time uh, to spend down there. It was it was a lot of fun. If you're interested, Idaho Springs is about an hour west of Denver on I-70. Like you can just take, if you're say you're downtown Denver, you take I-25 west, hook up to I-70, and go west like an hour, and you're right there. Like it is super hmm. close. It said the whole city was nestled next to the interstate. I-70. This is like right there. It is right there. Like, so you come around the corner, like you kind of come out of a, uh, there's like a, 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 bri- a bridge, a, a tunnel cut through the through the mountain, mm-hmm. come out of the tunnel, and it's, that's absolutely true. It's yeah, like, it's, it's right there. just to your right. So it, I had it listed as 30 to 35 miles west of Denver. Because, because it's you're going mountain. through the mountain, so it's going to take you a while. Absolutely. And it's upstream from Golden. So if you're mm-hmm. you know looking for a cold Coors and then you decide you want some craft, you know go up here. Check it out. If you're watching it all, uh, Dolan just put out, and of course we record these ahead of time, uh, probably one of the cooler pictures of me ever. And it's, mm. it's, I'm not very cool. <laughs> I'm just not. And yeah. I don't photograph well. Dolan took a pretty cool picture of me like drinking a... Coors Banquet. Yeah, the OG. With, with my beard looking... Man, my beard looked good that day. It's all about the lighting. <laughs> I don't know. All about the lighting. I looked really cool. I, t- I thank him for that. Probably the Coors helped. Oh, the Coors definitely yeah, helped. The Coors I mean, made you look without cool. Without a doubt. Without yeah. the Coors, you would have just been... An average picture. I'd have, yeah. I'd have been severely out of place, because we were at some kind of like underground club yeah. in downtown Denver. Oh. I couldn't have felt any older, quite honestly. Yeah. I've so. been there before. Not that place, but I felt <laughs> yeah. old before. Uh, here's another little stuff about the town. If you want to go into that real quick, we can, mm-hmm. we can do that because mm-hmm. I wrote that some of that down. Uh, kind of founded-ish, 1859. So January 5th, a uh, dude named George Jackson from Missouri. No. He happened to find some gold, some like gold ah, powder. Wow. That makes sense. And uh, it became, uh, they found eventually like actual veins of gold before it was just like gold dust in the river and stuff. Oh. And then they actually found, like, oh, there's actually something here. So they started mining it. Um, so the town sprung up from that. It had a bunch of different names, uh, and it finally settled on Idaho Springs. Do we know why? Uh, no, just different people. One was spelled, mm. it was Idaho, but it was spelled I-D-A-H-O-E, which is funny. Um, <laughs> but then it finally settled on the springs. Mm. Um, in 1903, there was a huge miner's strike in the area because I guess these miners were like, we only want to work eight hours a day. And the mine owners were like, no. So then they had a big battle, like a fight, like blood was spilled and, you know. This gold ain't going to mine itself. That's right. We own you. So <laughs> that that happened. It was part of something they called the Colorado Labor Wars. Oh. So I guess that was a big thing like 100 some years ago in Colorado. Hmm. So it was like a widespread thing. Not so much like unionization, but they were just looking for a little bit better work conditions because I think mining probably great. sucks. Hmm. The city itself, they say, is 2.2 square miles. Which yeah, seems very small. It is not big. And then the average is 72 inches of snow. <laughs> yes. Okay. Because it's yes. a bedroom Dang. community, whatever a, that means. A what? Bedroom community okay. for the Loveland Ski Resort. So people that either go there or work there live in this Idaho Springs place. Oh. Is that close? Loveland is no. Okay. Loveland is like not north even close. And, and I don't know. That's just what they said. East. Yeah, Loveland is north of Denver. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, coming out of Estes Park, that's where we go shopping is in Loveland. There's a Walmart and Target mm-hmm. and stuff like that there. So, I don't know. Never been there, but... I, here's the thing. Like, if you haven't done one of those things, like, let's say you're a hiker, mountain person, that type of thing. Like, you enjoy that kind of thing. There are enough of these little small towns, especially out around there. Like, you could start... You could almost start, like, say, as far west as Winter Park and then work your way east mm-hmm. and, and, and hit any number of towns like this. Blackhawk and Central City are fun to go to. You don't have to even like gambling. It's yeah. just it's just interesting. There's a ton of history there, uh, and they do uh, up. So Blackhawk is at the bottom of the hill. Central City is at the top of the hill, and up in Central City, it's more of like a two kind of two block area, uh, and they do reenactments like old West reenactments, okay. shooting guns, sure, and, yeah, you know, or whatever. Someone's trying to rob the stagecoach, and oh, I love those. Oh. Hey, Maddox loves it, loves yeah. it. And then he'll go pick up all of the blanks, the shells on the ground <laughs> afterwards. I'm like, what are you doing? Throw those away. But yeah, I mean, that's they can go gamble, and that's fine. Uh, there's a little brewery now in downtown Central City that wasn't mm. half bad. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't spectacular. I didn't, but... That's well, a bonus if they got one, It right? was a total bonus. And since it's a casino, they can separate it out... So then Maddox can come in and sit down, and like they had some video games on the one side. Oh, nice. They had a patio on the back side. Very kid-friendly. I think they understand, like, families are going to come here, and we want them to spend money gambling. Yeah, stay here, yeah. Right. So one of the parents is going to have to hang out with the kids. Yeah. Let's give them a brewery to drink at, and then some stuff for kids to do. I went one mm-hmm. time with my wife and her family, and we went to Vegas. Mm. And her brother came with us, and he was like, 17 16 oh. somewhere in there yeah so he came but he couldn't like go anywhere and i don't remember where this was exactly i think it was close to like circus circus oh wow but there was a like a huge arcade yeah like right there so that's where he hung out the whole time and had a blast so it makes sense to have that sort of stuff for kids to you know do did he find some uh las vegas strange to hang out with maybe and he might have all right i know one thing he ate two of those super big hot dogs that are 99 cents and then he puked in the trash can outside (laughs) (laughs) so it was about 115 degrees that day yes i remember that's smart you know two dollars what'll get you in vegas sick i can't wait to hear what you got well, I got a guess. Oh, okay. I, I got a guess. What is it? Well, it's got to be Burt Reynolds related, right? I mean, it's got to be name related. Kind of. But okay. here's here's one of the things. I, I picked this more for you. Mm-hmm. Um, in this town, there is a statue. Maybe you saw it. Mm-hmm. The guy's name is Steve Canyon. No. I was like, who the hell is Steve Canyon? Is he like a... He looked kind of like a Paul Bunyan type dude. He was... Real big, and, and I was like, okay, I got to figure this out. I got to tell you, that's a pretty kick-ass name. That's a strong name. Well, guess why? Because he's a superhero. What? Uh, he's a comic book character. What? From 1947 to 1988, this comic ran, named Steve Canyon, by Milton Caniff. Okay. Who was famous for something. He made some other comic, and then the comic company or the newspaper that he worked for said, uh, we own this now. And he's like, okay, well, I guess I'll go do something else. And so he made this Steve Canyon guy. Really? He was an Air Force vet. So like World War II, probably, he came out of of the Air Force in the comics and had some adventures. And then when the Korean War came uh, around, he rejoined the military and stayed in the military since then. Um, He kind of was like, 
I don't know. It looked like, yeah, there it is. So he was kind of like a Batman type because he had like benefactors. <laughs> he adopted a, a ward. He had a ward was, and the girl's name was Poteet, which is a, a name of a Poteet. Yeah. So there's a name of, in Texas, there's Poteet, Texas, and there's a statue of her in Poteet, Texas, just like there's a statue of this guy. Uh, he had a sidekick, you know, like a Robin type. Okay. Uh, the name was Happy Easter. <laughs> yeah. This is the Whoa. 40s, man. Oh, man. Times <laughs> uh, were so aw- that was That's so awesome. His first love in the comics was a gal named Copper Calhoun. I mean, this is perfect. <laughs> she was designed after Marilyn Monroe, they think. Okay. But then he got rid of her and kind of got a permanent gal. Uh, and uh, her name was Summer Olsen. And they got married and had a had a baby at some point. Oh. Um, there was even a cartoon. It ran on TV in 1958 to 1959. There was 34 episodes. But mostly he was just like a less cool Captain America, I guess. Like he didn't have a secret identity. He was just like some military dude and would like save the day and fight people, fight spies and wow. that sort of thing. But for some reason, I, I couldn't understand the connection to this town. Maybe the guy... That Drew him was from there, Milton, Caniff, I don't know. Oh, he was the guy that wrote it. Dick Rockwell was the artist. What well, so? That's a ridiculously strong name too. I know. I mean, names nowadays, not as cool. Wasn't, Back then, did did anybody, did you either of you've seen uh, uh, Boogie Nights? Yeah. Wasn't uh, wasn't it Chest Rockwell? Wasn't that his name? Uh, what's his name? Oh, the, uh, you know, you know the guy I'm talking John about. John C. Riley. John C. Riley wasn't oh, wasn't his okay. name Chest Rockwell? It was something like that. Yeah, Chest. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I thought that was interesting. But I didn't know was that like the you want to talk about Gold Age, Silver Age comics? Mm, that's Golden Age right there. Right? Yeah, Does yes. that apply to just the years or the it's comics the themselves? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's the years. So I don't. I looked at some of them online, and they had like a breakdown of you know, some of the art and that sort of thing. And it was pretty decent. I, I guess it was probably back when comics were more towards like soldiers and stuff, you know, like dudes that would read them. Definitely. Cause like, I know in the world war two, that was a, a big thing. People would get those even in Vietnam as well. Oh, even, yeah. I mean, it, it all kind of started early, like after world war one with comic strips and, you know, and or whatever. And that ran all the way through world war two. Mm-hmm. Huge. I mean, first appearance of captain America was in a yeah, war comic. Superman, right. Super- Pretty around the same time. Yep. There's, there was, there's an episode episode. There's an issue of Superman and I actually have this framed on my in my basement. It was in Look magazine. Uh, it was from like 1947 or 46. Or as soon as the World War II ended, mm-hmm. it was like how Superman would have ended World War II. And it's like two panels of just him flying over to Germany, picking up Hitler, then him flying down to Italy and Mussolini? and picking up Mussolini, <laughs> and then bringing him back to the United States, and he puts him on trial, and then they go to jail. Like, See, he just picks him up and takes him. And Batman would at least beat him up. No, he just picks Superman him up. Superman just like, man, you guys got to go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, yeah. so that's the, that's the comic little tie-in I found. I, I see, thought you'd be interested in. I see no reference whatsoever to any, to Colorado yeah. here. I'm just I don't know. Through, like, I don't know why. It was just there. That's so bizarre. That's a strange claim to fame, to have a unknown comic book guy is your big statue in town i'm sad that i missed this well well i gotta go back now now you have to go see steve canyon now you gotta go find a comic and read it i (laughs) i might actually my son wants to go maddox wants to go back because we had a lot of fun there so we bet he'd like that we we uh we sat outside so this is this was this summer 
early in the summer. So there were still some COVID restrictions or whatever, but they blocked off, they blocked off like the two or three blocks of the street. So then every place that had food had places to sit like tents and stuff like that on the street. And we got stuck outside. I really wanted to sit inside. We got stuck outside, which was fine. Uh, and the beer was fine. It was, there was no, no issue with it at all, but it was just, you could tell they were short staffed Yeah, and we didn't have much time. So, well, that's everywhere nowadays. Right. Everybody's short staffed. Yeah. But uh, so I, I definitely didn't hold that against them. All right. You talked about a little bit ago, Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Let's let's get into it just a little, just a little, because I thought you'd expect it. Absolutely. So I'm not doing that. Okay. Mm. But it's 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 touching it. Mm. We're gonna learn about the song Eastbound and Down, right? Because Westbound and Down is the name of the brewery. So mm-hmm. I was close. I was like, okay, I know that song. Yes. Jerry Reed. Yep. The guitar man, singer, country musician, I Hall he- of Famer. I can hear it in my head. I can hear it too. <laughs> Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound just like a bandit run. Do you know what eastbound and down means? No idea. Well, it's, it's a trucker slang, and it basically means you're going east mm-hmm. with the gas pedal pushed to the ground. Oh. So you're going as fast as you can go. Also, westbound and down. So I'm wondering if maybe these guys went west at some point in time. Or like, we want to go out to the mountains. Huh? And maybe that's how the name of this thing came out. Maybe. I don't know. I couldn't see anything about it. But no. the song itself came out in 1977 in August. So we're looking at what? Fast math. Almost 50 years. Well, I was born in 74. Okay. So 45. 44 years ago. Okay, that's pretty good. Yep. Um, it was on the soundtrack to Smokey and the Bandit, which if we want to tie it back to Golden, Colorado, we can sure do that. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, they, were, they were bootlegging Coors. That's right. Yeah. Coors smuggling, selling it and making money. We yeah. talked about that in a different episode. Yeah. Um, Jerry Reed and Dick Feller Dick wrote the song. Feller. Yep. That's a. That's just a. That's just a. Uh, like a. What am I looking for here? Like just an average dude. Yeah. Like good old boy. Yep. I was hoping he was related to Bob Feller. What was that? Was it a picture? Yeah, right? yeah, Bob Feller. I couldn't find any From uh, Iowa. Yeah. Over here, yeah. I thought that would be nice. Uh, this song reached number two on the country charts. What was number one? I don't know. I didn't see. Mm. But it also hit number three on the Billboard Top 100 chart. Well, duh. Crossover appeal, man. Yep. This is back when truck driving songs were huge. Mm. So 77 for about eh, six months stolen. Anything that had anything to do with truck driving was a huge hit. CB stuff. <laughs> yeah. Had stupid CB call signs, and it would just talk like you were on the radio. That's the song. It's not great. Um, there's also a variant or different version of this song that's on the same soundtrack that is called Westbound and Down. Oh. So I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Hmm. Uh, there are covers of this version, the Eastbound and Down song, by bands such as the Super Suckers. So like an alt country, I recall, yes, you know, '90s type band. Mm-hmm. Aaron Tippin, who I know is a country dude, uh, he was big in the '90s ish. Okay, Braden could probably tell us about that. Sure. Uh, the band Tonic, no way, has a cover Tonic. of this. Really? 
And then more recently, uh, this band out of Texas, who is bringing back the old school country vibes. They're called Midland. If you've never heard Midland, you should check them out if you like that twangy pedal steel guitar sound. Uh, They look like they are from the 70s. Their outfits and Mm. design and hair and all that stuff. Um, They did this song at the CMAs in 2018. And then it came back again one more time, also in 2018, in the Ford F-Series truck commercials. Uh Really? So it kind of got repopular from that because it was on on TV a whole bunch. I think you can make an argument that it was never not popular. Like that song comes on, I mean, you turn that, you turn it up. I thought about, you know, doing the movie itself, but we kind of already talked about it. Yeah. I thought about doing the show, but I was like, that's too easy. Mm Mm-hmm. So I, I just went with the song. Because then we can probably maybe drop in a little Jerry Reed here. Just a little bit. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think... I think you could argue that it never n- was not popular. That even... I, I don't... Are you are you familiar with the song, Dolan? Uh, I know the name. I mean, I'm sure if you played it, I would know it. But... Yeah. I think it's an it's definitely an age thing. You had to live or your dad... Yeah. You had to listen to it or whatever. I guarantee mm-hmm. both of our dads listened to it, right? Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. All right. Here's I got a bit of trivia for you here. Okay. Dolan knows because he brought it up in the IPA episode. Okay. Do you remember when we gave ourselves CB handles? Remember when we talked about CB? <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, a long right? time ago. Do you remember this? You remember our CB handles? No. At all? You don't? No. I remember all of them. No. I, I only remember ours. I don't. You I don't, don't remember Brian. Oh, I remember Brian. Well, let's hear it because I was a, been a few beers since then. Who was Dolan? What was yours? Mine was a hobo pork chop. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. And I was rusty nail. That was my dad's. Okay. Right. And you were the hop father. Oh, oh the okay. hop father. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. Boy, that's good. I know. <laughs> that was a good day. Isn't it weird how that stuff comes back around? Yeah. Yeah. It's all about trucking and hops, man. man. That was uh, uh, juicy bits. <sighs> Maybe. Or was it? Um, I can't recall. We'd have to go back and look. Yeah. yeah. It was on. It was on your list. It was, yeah, yeah. It was an IPA, and it had something to do with either radios or yeah something. And so then your research was around CBs. Yeah. And we talked about like my dad. I vividly remember my dad on his CB as Rusty Nail. And <laughs> so that's good stuff. It was either Juicy Bits or Julius. It was one of those two. Hmm. We had. To, yeah. We were talking about CBs for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Yeah. Go back and listen to both those episodes. Yeah. It's one of them. Yeah. Let's circle back around to this beer because I went for a second pour. Okay. And it's uh, it, it is probably the most hop forward beer that we've had in a while. Nine months since Pliny, maybe. Well, oh my gosh, that was like last mm. year. Yeah. Yeah. It might be the most hop forward beer that we've had in a while. Yeah. I, we'd lo- have to go back and look, but I love it. Mm. I, I figured you would. Everything about this brewery, and I'll get into it. I'm going to do the TripAdvisor here in a second. But everything about this brewery was just, it just oozed cool. Do we get this here? Can we, we get We do beers? not. No, mm. they don't have much distribution. I don't even see this like in Estes Park or oh, wow, any place okay. like that. So no, I don't think their distribution is that great. But they've only been around for what, two, uh, eight, 2018, I believe, is when they opened. They haven't been around that long, okay. I don't believe. Uh, here's a, this was fun. Normally on TripAdvisor, I'll pick out a very good review. Okay, uh, this one I picked it out because this this dude was either he was high, <laughs> I, maybe I mean or or I don't know maybe he's just an idiot I don't know uh, four out of five on five four out of five star or 
4.5 out of 5 on 183 reviews. So a lot of reviews compared to other yeah. places. Mm-hmm. Quite a few reviews. It is the number four thing to do in Idaho Springs. Hmm. So I I guess. Okay. Going to see Steve Canyon is probably number three. I bet that's number yeah. one. Oh, it should be. Maybe. Uh, and here's what I wrote down. I said, I wrote down, I was there. This review is bizarre at best. Uh, <laughs> my guess is the guy leaving the review was high because none of this is true. Oh, and he still gave it four. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, this place is bizarre. First, the name is nowhere to be found on the front of three different buildings it occupies. That's absolutely not true. They have a giant sign out front. <laughs> Maddox saw it first because I was looking for it, and he said, there it is, Dad, and he saw it a block away. Okay. Okay. <laughs> wow. Never mind that my 12-year-old son helped me find breweries. Yeah, that's I fun. understand. Whatever. I get it. No idea where the host station is. False. When you walk in, immediately to your right is the bar. Yeah. You can get beers and go st- and just like sit right there. Yeah. Or if you turn immediately to the left, uh-huh. that's where you eat. Yeah. So it's right there. Like, I Isn't don't... it in that general area in every single restaurant and bar <laughs> when you first open the door? It's not like you have to walk yeah. to the back to get to the host station. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Look, this is sketchy. I had I had three minutes at best. Maddox had to go to the bathroom. I wanted to buy some beer and a tin sign. That was it. Yeah. We were out of there in three minutes. Wow. Everything that I wanted was right there. It was super intuitive. He goes on. Numerous themes from one building to the next. No symmetry. Good luck finding a bathroom. If my 12-year-old son, <laughs> who can't put his laundry away correctly, can find the bathroom there. In a minute. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Ugh. It reminds me of the sign that says plan ahead with no room left for last for the last letter. So plan ahead when you, it leaves the last letter. Oh, yeah. Up, right, That's whatever. a joke. Okay. This is clearly not thought through. I I don't even have words. Yeah. I, I don't. Was he in the wrong place? <laughs> he maybe not even got to this place. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. I think maybe he thought he was there. Maybe he was in an abandoned building. That's funny. <laughs> Look, the, all the weed jokes about Colorado aside, yeah. <laughs> that's what happened here. Huh. This dude was high. I would go back to this place in a heartbeat. There is seating. They do have, like, it, it does look like it takes up maybe two storefronts. Of the old downtown. I wonder what it used area. to be in there. I don't know. That's a good question. Hmm. Hmm. I, I would go back there tomorrow. And the guy and, still gave it four out of five. And he still, yeah, he still gave it. Which is, <laughs> the beer must have been just that great. Or he was just high enough that the beer high. was even better. Yeah. But I have a similar story. So just over the weekend, I was driving down to Kansas to see my sister. And um, we stopped in Beatrice, Nebraska. Oh yeah, you yeah. went to you went to Stone Hollow. I saw. Yeah, that. Stone Hollow. Oh, what's that? Um, it's a it, brewery in Beatrice. Oh, it's only been open for like a couple years, like two years. I think they opened in 2019. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and um, had no idea what that place is. So this was the first time that uh, I went to TripAdvisor because of this oh. podcast, oh. and I checked it out. I'm like, Sam, you should go to TripAdvisor and look at the comments. <laughs> One of the top comments on there was, <laughs> not sure how I feel about this place. There's too many flavored beers. <laughs> that sounds like somebody from Beatrice. Some sounds like somebody from... Was just yeah. pissed. Yep. You got beer <laughs> flavored beer. Light. <laughs> and no, actually, so one of their flagships <laughs> is, uh, uh, I forget what it is, but it is a lager and it tastes just like Bush. <laughs> of course. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. I still haven't been there and I want to go. Mm-hmm. The guy that owns that building, he is um, like a big dude with investments and buying stuff and like 
trying to keep the history of the town alive. Oh. Mm-hmm. So he's bought a lot of stuff in Beatrice, and it's like a, a huge building, and there's a bunch of different shops in it. Yeah. I think there's a barber shop, maybe. Uh, there's a speakeasy downstairs. Yeah. There's a, a cigar store, or oh. there was. Uh, so we, so we, after we left the brewery, we went to the next shop over, and that shop was really cool. It was just kind of like a... It was like a shop full of gimmicky stuff. Like there was hot sauces in there that was like hot as what was it? It was um, kick ass hot sauce. With the donkey, hot as fuck. Or yeah, hot as shit. Burn your ass. The salsa yeah. was called yeah. hot shit. Like just you yeah. know, and truth then, and advertising. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and then and then there was a clothing store right next to that one that Sam went in and she bought uh, a skirt or something. Uh-huh. Um. And then, uh, yeah, then the speakeasy was closed because it was a Sunday. Oh, that yeah. was downstairs. But yeah, but they also do like the liquor or whatever. For when I was in there, actually, there was two old guys sitting at the end of the bar, and one was drinking um, an IPA. Nice. And the other one was drinking uh, just whiskey on the rocks. Okay. And I was like, okay, this is cool. And they were bullshitting the whole time. Yeah. And, yeah. and then there was a guy behind me. Um, you know, I came in, I'm like, man, you're, it's called Mummy Trail, their flagship IPA. Okay. I really like it. Um, I was like, man, this is really, really good. And guy behind me is like, well, there's more for you. None of us, are, none of us around here drink much IPAs. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's funny. Yeah. Funny though. Like too many flavored beers. Yeah. That's, <laughs> the, that's the craft brewery yeah. place in Beatrice. That's yep. the only one as far as I know of. So mm-hmm. Beatrice isn't far from Marysville, which is where you went. Yep. That's where my grandpa, cousins, uncle, they all lived there when I was growing up. In okay. where? In in Marysville, Kansas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Beatrice is just north of Yeah, you know, like 30, Marysville. 30 minutes. Not north. even. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's Not super even. close. Um, whereas I found out that most people in that area that aren't from Beatrice call it beet rice. Beet rice, yeah. That was, that's where I was getting. So when I was a kid, my grandpa bought all the cars. So we'd have a company car because we worked for, he had theaters and so mm-hmm. my dad worked for a theater so we had a company car uh it was usually a station wagon and he would get them from uh spady Spady, yep yeah in in beatrice yeah and it would have the sticker on the back right where oh, yeah. he got it from beatrice nebraska so it, it was beatrice n-e-b-r back mm-hmm. then right <laughs> well and beatrice for non-nebraskans is spelled b-e-a-t-r-i-c-e mm-hmm. beat rice beat rice and some kid we got into fights i, I don't oh, boy yeah and he was like, what the hell do you know? Your car's from Beet Rice. <laughs> All right. Well, that was right about that, That's I not guess. really an insult. I don't know. There you go. That wasn't an insult. I think British people would say Beatrice. Beatrice. Mm-hmm. Mm. They'd also say Norfolk. They do. <laughs> Instead of Norfolk. Yeah, the L and the K are weird. Right. Yeah. All right. Untapped. 3,624 check-ins for a beer that won silver at the Great American Beer Fest. Yes. 3,624 check-ins. I don't think they have that great a distribution. That's a low number. Very low. Yep. What do you think? <sighs> Boy, this is a tricky one. Double IPA. It's kind of a vacation-y spot, I feel like. And they have a number of, like, regular, regular beers, in quotes. Lagers and, you know, that type of sure. thing. They have a pils- Their Pilsner is crushable all day long. Mm, okay. Uh, I, I'm sad I only bought that, that I could get in a six-pack. I bought six of those, and I was, they were gone in two days. Oh. Yeah, crushed. I'm going to say 4.11. Ooh, I'm going to go 3.84. 3.96. Mm. Right in the middle there. Yeah. But 
I'm not surprised. This is a four. That was really good. It's a good beer. Yeah. Yeah. Now, is it a good beer at nine o'clock in the morning when you weren't expecting to get punched in the mouth with hops <laughs> and you haven't had breakfast? I don't yeah. know. Yes. Yeah, it was. It was okay, even better. Okay, you're right. <laughs> you're right. There we go. All right. Awesome beers coming up. Uh, Brian has said he's found Oktoberfest beers. Yes, I've got them. So mm-hmm. we are going to, three Oktoberfest beers and a pumpkin beer? Three Oktoberfest beers and a Halloween beer. Halloween, pumpkin. Or pumpkin. Yeah. yeah, fall. We'll have a fall, fall. beer. At least three mm. Oktoberfests. I am yeah. super excited. Oktoberfest beers have been in stores, so. Yes. i already drinking them. So. Mm. We're not going anywhere for a while. Let's have another beer. Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing.